Hello, welcome to Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. Paul Cochran with you, and I've got the man who was third for the round. He is he's hot and cold, my man Tommy, but he's uh, he's had a good week and he's up and about. G'day, Tommy. G'day, Paul. 150th last week, third this week. Yeah, so I've Mate, come back. You are rocks or diamonds. You are. <laughs> <laughs> and hey. Brett beat you. Brett beat me. Did yeah, he? yeah. He yeah. he was uh, 80th. For yeah, the week, there's a, I can't believe that there was a little bit of noise on on uh, on the text, mm. uh, and I, I figured that might have been the case. Um, look, I stopped scrolling after the first few screens and didn't see his name, so I figured yeah. even if he did beat me, it can't have been uh, can't have been amazing. I noticed he hasn't showed up today, so yeah. I reckon if he would have been top ten, you know, a little bit better, he would have been up and about. He would have made sure he was here. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wouldn't have missed an opportunity like that. But uh, geez, mate, you must be pretty happy with your round. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty faultless. Um, the only mistake I made was trading out Blake Jones for Jackson Painting. It cost me maybe five or six points, but it wouldn't have won me the round anyway. Yeah, so yeah. no harm. Yeah, good stuff. Six hundred for me. Look, I, I thought that wasn't too bad actually. But mm. gee, seeing some of the scores that people were rolling out uh, were pretty good. So what what was I for the round? I, I was somewhere around a hundred or something. No, nah, you were just eighty third or eighty fourth. Okay. Brett beat you by one. Yeah, right. He got six oh one from memory. <laughs> might be a small margin, but that's a yeah. big win for He'll him. take it. He'll take it. <laughs> I think he'll be pretty happy with it. Um, yeah, mate, you're on fire. I'll tell you what, big news though, Tommy. We, we've cracked the 10,000 point barrier. So um, obviously we're, we've now gone for 17 weeks and we went through the 10,000 point barrier for – and there's five teams that have now scored 10,000 points for the season. So yeah. a little bit of a milestone. Like yeah, a it is. 10,000 10, maniacs. Not you, long to go, though. Do you know that band at all? 10,000 no. Maniacs? No. Yeah, they were well before massive. My time. Probably their biggest hit was a cover of a Bruce Springsteen song, which probably gives you a bit of an idea of uh, how successful Bruce they were. Bruce is ancient history for me. Yeah, Natalie Merchant was the uh, lead singer, and uh, they, they did a cover. Remember when MTV Unplugged were like every band was doing MTV Unplugged. I know that's different no. vintage for you, my friend. Way but different. <laughs> MTV Unplugged, you know, Nirvana, were, they were kind of – Really got on people's radar even more so than they were because they did an MTV Unplugged thing. 10,000 Maniacs covered a Bruce Springsteen song. So there you go. 10,000 Maniacs, I think, is is apt uh, in this circumstance. But nonetheless, 10,000 points, it's a milestone. You know, like, that's the first time that's ever happened. And a uh, little sneaky tip for you, Tommy. I reckon the, the first man to crack the 10,000 barrier might actually be on the show a little bit uh, later on. So, yeah, uh this game, we're now 18 rounds in, Tommy. The finish line is in sight. Yeah, two months to go and um, a lot of good racing between now and then with all the state and regional championships coming up, so plenty to play for. Yep, and the prizes are obviously sitting there waiting to distribute. I can tell you that I, I did uh, – we, we did pay the bill on the on the rooms, Tommy. The, the rooms that are – the hotel rooms that are part of the VIP hospitality package for those who are going to win the, the uh, hospitality experience at the Eureka – Paid for. I know you're uh, you're asking how big the bed was yeah. before when I told yeah. you balcony. Yeah. Pretty smoking, happy with everything. that. So uh, yeah, massive week, Tommy. Um, let's let's have a look back on it, shall we? That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. We had a lot this week, and we've nothing left to wait for. Well, Tommy, we came off um, one of the all-time epic. Weeks well, the the most epic week in fantasy harness racing in round sixteen, where we had all those triple points races yeah. and that, and we saw some big scores. I tell you what, Cameron Hart came out and did the same again without having those triple points opportunities. He had a behemoth of a week. He he's 
racked up several tons. Like he is, um, yeah, he's got Steve Smith numbers going on yeah. in this game at the moment. But he is racking up ton after ton this week. One hundred and ten. That's not shy. I think Jack Callaghan's one hundred and nineteen last week was the highest yep. score that anyone's put together in the whole game. Um, and that came on the back of several triple points mm. um, scores that Jack was was uh, able to get. 110, that's an incredible week. That That's almost the best on ground, like best performance of the season, I think. Yeah, you'd have to say so in terms of winners. Um, I don't know how many winners he got. He got three on Menangle on Saturday, so plenty everywhere. Um, well, well, the reality is, like, Cam at 110 and then it was daylight second. Yeah. I mean, Luke McCarthy had a good week with 77. Jack Callaghan, 60. Like, in the, norm, in the grand scheme of things, you'd normally say, hey, that, that's pretty good weeks from those yeah. boys. Um, you know, you're paying up with the million-dollar mark for all three of them. But for Cam to be so far in front without jagging one of the yeah. big sort of bonus races as well. There's a lot of weeks there where um, the top drivers scored mid-60s and low-70s and Cam's just come out and put four winners on top of that in terms of points. So yeah, yeah. pretty he impressive. Absolutely blitzed it. Hey, Grace Pinella had a good week. Yeah. Probably the best week Gracie's had, you know, which is fantastic. Um, she's one of our ambassadors for the game and, you know, one of the faces of the promo campaign and that. So well done, Gracie, 42 um, she's had a she's a bit of a rough year. She's she's copped a couple of holidays and yeah. you know and and some bad luck on the track. So you know really stoked for for her to come out and put a score like that on. Amanda Turnbull had another good week with forty. Uh, Blake Jones forty. Uh, Chris Alfred. I, I don't know how many people would have Chrissy Alfred in their team. Like he didn't come here with with too many drives, but no. he did manage to win the triple points. One of the triple points races with an absolute space job on Queen Elida in the oh yeah in the uh, um, the Trotters. Uh, group one, it was that was impressive, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, very impressive, and I doubt many people had Chris. And yeah. I think he was only had one or two drives on, on the program, and I smashed say, it. I looked at it mm. like I, I know that, um, like Jess Watkins, who's on who's a friend of ours, who's on the sprint lane with us. Um, she flagged it. She said, "Oh, look, I just think Queen Alight is borderline unbeatable here. Mm. You know, there's triple points, there's thirty. Like, so when you start crunching the numbers, you say, well, but it's just such a." Um, so risky. Well, yeah. I mean, if it doesn't come off, like I did it with Mark Pitt a couple of times where triple points were on the line, unless they maximise the output that's possible, it's really not worth it. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's a – but, you know, if it's a it's a one-week in, one-week out kind of sugar hit, you know, 34 points, not bad outcome. I think he's priced at 850 or something like that. Yeah. So not too bad. Jackson Painting, 34. Another good week for Jacko. He's, he does so well on that Wagga track and when – you know, when Wagga's in play, yep. um, might be something to keep in mind this week. We go to West Wylong for the Riverina this week. Robbie yep. Morris, 32, and Josh Gallagher, 31. So, um, you know, you got rewarded if you did make that move a little bit with bringing Joshy back into your team. It's one, it's a play that I made yep. uh, when he, like with him coming back off that suspension. So, yeah, like big points, a lot of, lot of usual suspects, a lot, um, lot of names that we used to see in there, Tommy. Yeah, very Metro um, sort of bias week. Um, with the way it was set up with the game. But, yeah, it's pretty quiet in the Hunter outside of Grace and outside of Amanda and Nathan. It was pretty quiet on the Western front too. So, um, but another good week, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you would have had to have gone Cam with captain if you yeah. wanted to enjoy any success. Yeah, I was actually, week, yeah. I was 50-50, Cam yeah. and Robbie. Yeah, really? um, Robbie's obviously had a difficult Gee, week. that would have been a massive yeah. swing if you had it. I, had tipped, that, the other I, way. I tipped the captaincy to um, my old man, to Robbie. Did you? Yeah, he's not happy. Oh, but, he'd be filthy. Um yeah, I've made the right call with Cam, 220 with the captaincy. So you, so you steered him into yep. someone else and yep. then didn't do it yourself. Correct. Oh, that is, that's a dog act. 
He's fallen. He's fallen off the rankings too. I think he's fallen outside the hundred. Oh my god! Has he? Yeah. Has he? He's been to the lawyers during the week. Re- oh yeah, rewritten the will. I'm in big trouble. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful, Tommy. I like it. I like the sinister nature that this game is bringing out in you. It's fantastic. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winning. Hey, that's pretty good. Winner. That was legitness. That I say. All right. All right. All right. Wow. Winning. Bam. Well, Tommy, it was nearly you for the round. Yeah. That's the that's the reality of it. But six hundred and fifty-seven was the score you needed to get if you wanted to win the round. That was Melissa Young. Um, I just mentioned Will. Will Norman was second, uh, just in front of you, Tommy. You were third for the round. So yeah. big week. But uh, hey, Will Norman's on the line with us. G'day, Will. Hey, Paul. How are you? Hey, Tommy. Hey, mate. Mate, you are flying. You have had, like, if you're into this game, you have had the week of all weeks. Um, you are now our overall leader, um, and you've gone from, what, were you second going into the round? Or third? Yeah, I think I was second. Second 20 points behind. Yeah. Um, going into the round. You <laughs> Obviously, I had a big stroke of luck with the captaincy, but um, yeah, got, a, got a all part of the game, I guess. Take the good luck with the bad luck. So yeah, that was a good, definitely a good part. Good, good you, were trailing, uh, you were trailing Matt, La, Matt Lepard. Um, now, you have driven in a very different gear to Matt uh, over the past week by the, yeah. by the look of things. So to put that in context, as I say, you nearly you were 10 points short of, of winning the round with 647. We'll go through your team in, in a little bit. But um, Matt Matt had a probably a week to forget. I mean, that said, like – I got 600, Tommy, as I said at the top of the show, and thought that wasn't a bad score. Matt got 551, which, in the, you know, not a bad score. Yeah. But when the man that's only a little bit behind him goes and gets 647, Will is now 76 points clear in the lead, Tommy. I'm just thinking about it. I think Matt's had Robbie as his captain. He must have. That's the difference. Yeah. He must have. Yeah, yeah. He did. He, yeah, he definitely did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like our man on the line's been crunching some numbers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, but the overall the standings update very well on the website, so I do give that a refresh and, uh, yeah, able to tell uh, just by the points update who's got who. So, so, so Will, you've been making – like, your name's obviously been in and around that, that leaderboard uh, for a while. Um, you've made you've just continually just chipped away. It's something we've talked about on this podcast. You've chipped away and made gains week after week, haven't you? Yeah, that's pretty much – I've probably been – Possibly, I, I think I had a little look before. I think probably eight of the last ten weeks, probably been top thirty for the week. Um, never been really close to winning the week, but often been eighteenth, twentieth, or twelfth, or, or scores like that. So just been able to chip away. Um, yeah, I probably had some bad rounds early in the comp. I, I did drop from fifth down to twentieth there at one point, um, but then yeah, just chipped my way back and yeah, hopefully. Um, I know you say not long to go, but eight weeks still feels like a long time yeah. to go. For oh, it would be, you know, particularly if you have a week like, you know, as you said, I, I, I'd imagine this time last week, Matt would have feeling, been feeling pretty good about himself. He's managed to knock over Troy, yeah. you know, finally, which looked like a mountain that was looking very difficult to climb. He's got past Troy and then uh, that lead's gone and, and it's pretty distant, yeah. you know, um, behind him at the moment. Like he... Geez, I reckon if he looked in his rear vision mirror, he probably wouldn't even see it at the moment. It was seventy six points clear. That's a 
Yeah, that's a decent gap. Uh, how have we done it, mate? Oh, look, as we said, you, you've obviously had Cam as your, as your skipper. You've, did you go a bit Metro heavy? Yeah, I was definitely Metro heavy. Um, I have Luke and, and Jack Cal. Um, I did have Josh, Will and Robbie. Um, they all scored around 30. Um, but probably Grace is definitely... I picked up Grace before she went to... I traded in Grace before she went to Ugara. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So she was able to pick up one of the triple points races there. Um, and um, so I think she scored possibly 43 last uh, two weeks ago and 42 again. So she's been a bit of a point of difference for sure. Yep. Um, but I've, ha- I've, I've probably had the same... had Nathan and Amanda probably sitting there on my Western line unchanged throughout the whole game and probably traded in that third gun throughout the um, their carnival. Um, I've got Bernie there at the moment. I, I think he's on the chopping block this week. He doesn't have a, a big book of drives about it. So um, I'll probably look at trading Bernie out this week and um, and possibly bring in. I've got Blake in the Riverina who finally repaid my faith in him. I've had him throughout the competition. and um, But I'll probably look at bringing Jack Payne in as well. Somewhere, if not this week, definitely next week before the the Riverina final. We're trying to go a double pronged like hit in the Riverina. Do you think? I think so. Yeah, I, I, watching those heats last week, I think um, the triple points race. Obviously, Blake's probably going to drive Brooklyn Bridge in the final. It looks hard to beat, but um, I thought the Sarios run was very good for Jack Payton. So um, I assume he will either drive it or miss X. Um, so have a good drive either way there. So. Yeah, I think I'll look at bringing in Jack, yeah, like I said, this week or next week. How, um, now that you're in front and we're asking you questions and you're on a you're on an open line on a podcast and anyone's going to be able to hear you, st- like, are you at a point now, as we said, it, it's not long to go, but there is a still a to- fair bit of time to go, you know, with this seven weeks. Are you at a point now where you sort of think, gee, I might have to be at my guard up a little bit like our man Tommy is yeah. he when he walks in I've here been on like Monday. that since round one <laughs> no no I'm pretty I, I think I think um, I, I probably speaking for myself here but I'm sure the other guys like Matt and I know Ryan up top as well I'm sure they're looking at the leaderboard and can probably work out off the standing who each person's got like I, I kind of know they've all got Jack Payne in second third fourth so whether I just match them more so by bringing in Jack um, yeah, I'll, look, I'll probably keep doing what I'm trying to do. I, I'm trying to do the form. I always try and do Menengel form. I, I'll probably have a look at Penrith for Thursday, Menengel Saturday. Probably a few big decisions to make this week. Re, Josh and Robbie probably, to be honest, in the metropolitan area, see yeah. how many drives they've got. Um, so whether, like I said, whether it's either week I trade Bernie or I look elsewhere in the metro. I know Rick Alchins got a strong book there in the Metro Heat tomorrow and he's also probably got an okay drive in the New South Wales Trotters Derby on Saturday night. So um, he's a potential option on first glance for me, but yeah, I'll probably weigh it up and just see how the fields stack up. There's obviously, I think, I, I had a quick look at Penrith Field for Thursday, race one and Jack Cowell was listed on three drives. So I'll probably wait for tomorrow yeah, before yeah, I have a real yeah. look. So, and, and I think captaincy-wise, I think it's, that's probably going to not say come down to it, but I've just probably got to keep sure um, open the mail that each week. Um, I nice. think that's probably going to be the difference maker. I think probably most of our teams are going to look pretty similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's probably nailing that captain. Nailing the captain. And, yeah. Yeah. And Luke was well, probably Cam's going to bat on Wednesday night, so he's probably going to almost pick himself this week yeah. without seeing yeah. Thursday and Saturday. But 
Luke, Luke's going to have a really good... Luke's Saturday night looks pretty strong. I saw Expensive Ego back and um, Moonwalk is probably going to be hard to beat in the, in the Trotters derby. So worth triple points. So and he's got a few good drives tomorrow um, at Mangle. So he's probably the other one. I've probably got to look at a bit closer. But yeah, probably just that's probably my main focus from here on in. Just trying so, to know that, know that captain. So Will, I'm interested. But before the game started, and I, look, I don't know if you've been been tuning in weekly to the podcast, but before the game started, we were throwing around some theories and, and we sort of said maybe the you know, maybe the um, the point of difference in this game is going to be whether you can nail Bathurst or whether you can nail Penrith and that could be what really separates people. Have you sort of have you got an idea or, or, or a thought on how you think you can stand out from the pack when, like you said, you think a lot of people have got similar teams uh, at this pointy end of the season? Um, look, I've probably had my main focus and the points have been in the metro area throughout. So I've probably always try to bulk my salary cap, always try to six what I consider the best drivers there for the week. Um, thankfully that hasn't changed a real lot either. So I haven't had to worry, take out probably Josh's suspension a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, I probably, I, I'd say I got lucky, but I kind of, I think a lot of people went Rick Ouch and went during Bathurst. Um, I was able to save a trade there and I know he did one win one of the feature races, but um, by saving a trade, I think it's just saving a, that trade. Like uh, I think there was a potential to bring in like a Nathan Jack or someone to the Riverina last week with um, a couple of decent drives in the triple point races, but I probably did that early in the competition, but the one hit wonders almost having to get him out the next week, so I probably steer clear of um, well, especially in probably the last six to eight weeks. So I haven't, um, I've just tried to keep the main people that I, I want in the team going forward. So, yeah. but it's, I haven't really nailed an area. I've, I think I've had, I have had late views in my Hunter team. I think from week one to, I'm not sure what we're up to. I've had him throughout, I only traded him out last week. Yeah. Um, and I, I, so I've got Grace and I did have Tommy Ison in there, but it was mainly in there. Um, we had a few Tamworth meetings as well, throwing yeah. the mix with you. It's a, I um, think it's a good point you make, Will, about that third trade. Look, it feels like feel at times it feels luxurious, yeah. But it, but at other times it's like, oh, if I had one more, like the fourth trade, I'd be able to make a really good move here. So are you yeah, viewing that many, third trade as almost like a fourth trade if you if you're thinking a couple of weeks in in advance, like strategically having sort of a two, three-week plan around your structure? Is that the way you're viewing that third yeah. trade? Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely looking weeks ahead now, for sure. Or like, I know, for example, the Bathurst final next Wednesday night worth triple points. Um, it's one we're going to have access to final field and barrier draw, all that. So I definitely want to save a little bit of money. Like a guy like Anthony Frisbee, for example, um, had a couple of nice... He won two of the heats there, um, yeah, for that, yeah, did. Yeah. For that race. So um, he's one guy that I might look at bringing. Probably, but I'll probably try and save a little bit of money. I've got a hundred thousand, I think, um, in my bank at the moment, um, left over. So I've almost, if I get rid of Bernie this week, for example, who's nine forty-five thousand, I might try and just save a little bit of money up my sleeve just to make a a play next week as well. But like I said, things can change pretty quickly with suspensions, and I've, I've often. 
I reckon I've tried to get Jack Payne into my team for a month, but I just haven't been able to manage it correctly. But, yeah. Well, mate, the, um, the way you're going, I reckon people are scribbling notes and turning pages and filling up notebooks. <laughs> what, listen yeah, to your well, chat. I, I think I think you've um, you know the way you're going, you, you, people would be silly not to, not to heed some advice. Um, hey, you, you obviously enjoy the game. What do you love about it? Yeah, I do. yeah, I, do. I love the game. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy. I, I pretty much bet for a living these days on, on New South Wales and, and Queensland as well. I'm based in Brisbane. Um, yeah, I love the game. I, I think it's, um, from a punning perspective, I'm surprised more punters. I think I used to be, I grew up in actually the Hunter Valley in New South Wales. Um, there wasn't a real strong harness focus there at all. So I did follow thoroughbreds throughout my whole life up until a few years ago. But I think um, in tra- a limited track bias, um, yeah, I just think there's so many advantages that harness racing's got over the other codes um, to be able to follow. I, I'm pretty time heavy. Um, obviously, a mixture of overall time, but, but how that overall time's made up as well. Um, I, I, I feel like in, in I try and uh, work that out across tracks. I kind of have a few benchmarks that if they run a certain time at Menangle or Penrith or whatever, how that might line up with another track. Um, yeah, I, I I really enjoy the game. I um I I uh, I don't get sick of looking at the form. Well, not yet. I haven't. So, I, so mate, I'm picturing back. I'm picturing that scene in Goodwill Hunting where Matt Damon's standing up on the blackboard <laughs> and scribbling down algorithms with you. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah. That's, I reckon that's what we got going on. Um, and, and like, if, do you get into other fantasy sports? Like, uh, you know, the the opportunity to. Obviously, you know, you love harness racing, as you said, the opportunity to apply harness racing to a fantasy lens and, and that. Like, yeah, uh, just sure. a- yeah, I'm probably, I'm NRL fantasy, sure. Um, like I said, well, I grew up hunting about in South Wales, so AFL wasn't really a thing. So I always grew up following rugby league and unfortunately my beloved dragons aren't doing much these days. So to have that fantasy uh, component um, is a nice thing to follow as well. But it, it was Probably, I, I really enjoy fantasy. So when I did see the competition, I think it was launched November, December last year. I was up. That was hopefully going to be up my alley, and will hopefully continue. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I really enjoy. It. I think if you're focused, to be honest with you, I, I mainly focus. I, I I used to always just focus on on Newcastle, Penrith, and Menangle. But um, with this game, I've certainly started watching a lot more Bathurst and. Wagger and other venues like that. It's really broadened my. Um, I'm watching all those areas now. So. Beautiful, love, love hearing that, mate. You, you certainly got around it. I can see you were you were a 56 person to register, and that includes some of the developers. You got in in front of me, even, and I'm. Well, yeah, I, I thought absolutely. up the game. So therefore, you're you're uh, right on it pretty early, and that's important too because we've already seen that that component um, used me. as a tiebreaker yeah, the, the week you won, yeah. Tommy. Um, that was a tiebreaker who who registered first. So, um, Will, final comment, mate. You, as I said, you, you're in front. Are you nervous now? Like, <laughs> how do you start? Oh, little, like, you, you were the you were the hunter. Now you're the hunted. Yeah, a little bit. Well, I'm not nervous. Like I said, I, I told my wife. I only really told my wife the other day. She's probably more nervous now for me asking <laughs> who, who we're cheering for. But um, no, no, I'm not. No, it's, uh, only makes three trades a week, and hopefully those. Uh, those guys um, and girls, to be honest with you, we've, um, like I said, Grace has been my point of difference. I'm yeah. probably the number one ticket holder of Grace Vanilla Fan Club. So outside of the fantasy game, so for her to bring through the points in this for me as well, it's, uh, yeah, she's uh, 
high up on my list of Christmas cards this year. Oh, that's brilliant. She'll love that because I know she's a listener to G'day Gracie. I know she's a listener to the pod. She loves the sprint lane and and uh, she'll be listening to that. She'll, she'll be really chuffed about that. Uh, and, yeah. and, mate, I know I said final comment, but one more right here before you go. Um, as you said, you you're, uh got a young family. What would a new car mean to you? Yeah, it mean a lot, actually. Yeah, but just uh, 11 days ago, um, my wife had our second oh, second boy. Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so definitely we're, uh, our uh, second car at the moment definitely needs an upgrade. So I've, I've certainly checked out the, the, the prize and yeah, that would be a great addition. How good is that, Tom? He's got, he's, got a, he's got a newborn and he's had a week to remember on the fantasy front yeah. as well. So. Happy days, mate. Yeah. All right, well, well, mate, you, you're flying. I wish you the best of luck. Tommy's uh, Tommy's got a, a voodoo doll that looks like you here that he's <laughs> he's basically sticking <laughs> pins in it. So, um, but mate, well done. Like it's a serious achievement to uh, to have the round that you did, and that, that's that's what's possible, Tommy, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you've had those you've had those weeks where you've just gone bang. Yeah. You know, like so um, at the start of the week, we were one or two points difference, and you know, I've put you know seventy or eighty on you. That's that's pretty hard to make up. So there you go. Yeah. So no, it's uh you know it's the sort of game where you can make the big gains and you get it right, just like Will has. So, uh, Will, congratulations, mate. We'll we'll uh, we'll certainly be keeping an eye out for uh, for your progress, and I'm sure there's a lot of people um, pining for your position on the leaderboard, mate. So uh, best of luck. Hope it, hope the next um, well we've got two months of it, Tommy. Yep. So yep. best of luck. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Tommy. See you, mate. Right. Have a good one. Okay, Tommy. Um, so this week uh, we have got we got the New South Wales Trotters Derby at Menangle on Saturday. So there's your bonus points race. Yep. Uh, early thoughts. Um, I've only just had a look at the field. Um, who who have we got? Where is it in front of me? So we've got. Uh, hang on, geez, Tommy. I, I thought I've, I've thrown you a tough one there. A stats man. Nah, well, I've put well my we, phone away. Yeah, we love. <laughs> Rocking with attitude was probably the one that we think is, yeah. is going to be real difficult to beat, isn't it? And rocking with attitude is is a da- David Miles horse. So David Miles is not in the game. Mm. So what? So strategically, I think that's a that's a really interesting point, given that we've got you know, we've got bonus points up for grabs, and probably the odds-on favourite for that race isn't in the game. The driver's not in the game. Yeah. So it. Um, yeah, I think I think that's going to be really interesting as to how people go about playing that um, yeah. with the, the derby. That's a triple point race because we've well. been sucked in. Both of us have been sucked into sort of the one hit wonders, one in, yeah. uh, one week in. But we can't do that this week, which is good. Um, so yeah, we'll just have to make some smart trades around it. I don't think I'll go chasing it. Um, I'll have a good look at the field tonight and. As um, Will just said, Luke's got a good drive, and yep. even Ricky as well. Yeah, you got Ricky Alch and Luke um, Luke McCarthy. So Blake Fitzpatrick um, is going to going to feature Nathan Jackal be prominent. So there's a few other names there, but they're not the names mm. that, apart from Luke, has normally got the volume of drives that we, you know, and James Ratray, for example. Yeah, they're guys who have sort of pinch hit roles in the game. Mm. They come out and they get. They get volume points, uh, sorry, bulk points in in one go, as opposed yeah. to the volume of points that are spread across various race meetings and that. So, I think it's going to be really interesting as to how people go about about targeting that race. Yeah. Or do people just say, "I'll take what I get if I'm lucky enough that's what, to be part of it"? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. At, at this early stage, have a, I'll have a good look at the race, but I still think Cam, as Will said, Cam's going to Bathurst, so 
um, I think he picks himself yep. regardless yep. of whether he's in that um, double point, triple yeah. point race. Yeah. So suspensions, um, Lucas Rando, I know that he was a really popular cheap pick and he might be sitting in a lot of teams still from, you know, the way teams are set up at the start of the year, really cheap, popular pick. Uh, Lucas has got a holiday till the 1st of June, so oh, know, wow. he might be one to keep keep yep. um you know, have a look out for if you if you've got Lucas sitting there in your team but most of most of the games are pretty clean bill of health at yep. the moment with that so um do you see that as having no nah. i mean th- there are going to be teams that you know Lucas has been quite handy for particularly yeah. with those those Penrith races there's plenty plenty of metro uh cheap options Hannah Rickson um Ashley Delosa and, and a few others so yep. um not the it's end a of trade, the trade though yeah you'd have yeah, to use a true. trade to make that change and mm. you know as will said like that third trade can be really really handy strategically how you go about Utilising that, yeah. Um, so Menangles on Tuesday, and we've got the heats of the, the Tab Regional Championships there on Tuesday as well. Something to keep an eye out for because that's gonna that's gonna get a lot of sort of the high end drivers driving, you know, yeah, really competitively. Obviously, with with tough, spots very in the very final. tough program as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Bathurst on Wednesday, Penrith Thursday. Now, Wagga last week swapped with West Wyalong. Brett and I talked about it on last week's show. So West Wyalong this week. Yep. So, does that change things, do you think? I mean, we see Jacko Painting, for example, do so well at Wagga. Mm. We might see Nathan Jack and some of those um, border hoppers come to Wagga, but do they go to West Wylong? And, and that's does, does the Western District head down as well? Yeah, potentially. It'd still be a fair few hours from, from yeah. Bathurst, you'd imagine. Yeah. I'm not too sure. I mean, but you, it wouldn't surprise me to see a Turnbull presence there at West Wylong. Mm. I had a look at their similar program last year and there wasn't any, yeah. um, but... I believe Parks is on Friday night too, so that might make it interesting. Yeah. So yeah. They're, yeah. they're not too far so from each other. Probably prioritise Parks. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. So Newcastle Friday uh, and Menangle Saturday, as we said, with that Group 1 uh, Trotters derby. So, yeah, really interesting round, I think. I I, I love that these bonus points um, races, Tommy, really inject uh, a variable in yeah. the game and it and it can – we can see these surges happen and we can see the – a leaderboard being a bit more volatile and sort of mm. moving up and down. I, I think it's a really good uh, good part of the game. It's why we've been so keen to add, you know, add in those those double and triple points races yeah. uh, where possible. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. What this trade will do is serve as a benchmark for future business, Kevin. Why are you running? Why are you running? Kevin, let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you in a few <laughs> minutes with an exact confirmation. Sorry, bro. I'll tell you what, Will's comments about that third trade, it's, um, I, I think he made a really good point. You yeah. know, I, I think I, I'd encourage people to think not just about this week, but think about next week and maybe the week after and how you can sort of say, well, gee, I, I'd love to have that driver in my team. I can't fit them all in this week, so let's have a two-week, three-week plan to eventually be able to have the team that you really want. Yeah. You know, and it is going to mean moving your money around a little bit. Um, but it's possible, you know. Will, Will talks about having it like, geez, he's sitting there flying on top of the leaderboard. And he's got a hundred k, yeah, hundred large sitting there in the <laughs> bank balance. Not bad, is yeah, it? It's well set up. Yeah, he's spent his money well and hasn't over invested. But the trades are hard this week. Oh, yeah. yeah, very difficult. I, I don't think I'm going to go change much. I note Doug Hewitt only has two drives at Bathurst on Wednesday, um, but. Amanda and Bernie only have three as well. Amanda's on, on, I can't remember the horse's name, but she's got a really good chance, so Amanda won't be going anywhere. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a strange week in Bathurst, I yeah. think, for that program. A lot of, uh, yeah, Travis Bullock had a good week last week, and um, 
Anthony Frisbee and Justin Reynolds and sort of those second tier um, sort of drivers. I yeah. think they're going to thrive this week. Yeah, gee, that but that's difficult right. difficult to get them in, and then you know next week. Do you want them long term? Yeah. And then you got the finals next week. It's a it's a tough one to manage, but I think Doug. Doug's the only one that pops off the page to me this week, yeah. but I don't have a substitute option, so I've got to go and look at the fields. And I think I think you know Will, Will alluded to it before, but I think we already know who who's qualified automatically for the yeah. regional championships finals. Now they're they're going to be um, bonus point races, so next week is full of bonus point races. Mm. You know at, at at four regions, you know at Bathurst, um, Bathurst Wagga. Newcastle, yep. M and Angle. There's bonus points galore next week. We already know who's qualified. So what I'd say to people is get in and have a look at that. They're all triple points races. Yeah. Get in and have a look at, at that and say, well, okay, that that person's going to be competing in that. Right, they might have a smaller... I don't have many trades to do this week. week with my team. I'm going to focus I, yeah. on the next week. I mean, yeah. last year we saw... Um, I'll throw an name here. Peter McRae, for example, came up and won the state final of this event. Um, you know, like reasonably priced, not in a lot of lot of teams. No. It's you are going to see drivers that are outside of the the obvious pop up in these races. Yeah, and that that could be a huge play. I mean, geez, if I was Will, I, I would be nervous with those races coming up. Yeah, you know, hanging on to trying to hang on to a seventy six point lead. I mean, obviously it's it's clear he's, you know... He's Switched like, on. <laughs> John Nash, the Russell Crowe character in A Beautiful Mind, is, when it comes to harness racing, yeah. a bit of that. But um, I'd... Uh, yeah, jeez, I don't know. I don't think I'd want to... Uh, I'd want to relax. No. You know, with, with, how, with how thorough... Cl- clearly, he's been thorough. He threw a few names as well. Anthony Frisbee qualified with, with a yeah. good uh, one or two last week at Bathurst. So, um, yeah, very... Interesting. Next week's going to be a big one. Would you rather be, um, would you rather be, in front, yeah, or chasing in front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Very rogue. <laughs> I mean, like, otherwise it's just points you got to find. You, yeah, you, that's you'd just right. rather you'd rather have those points against your name, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. But as Will said, he, he could possibly you know work out who everyone else has got around him and just yep. play it safe, but. Doesn't seem like he's going to go that route. Yeah, yeah. Which is good for the game. Absolutely. This is your captain speaking. Oh, captain, my captain. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. Remind me, who's the captain? You be the captain. Who's the captain of this ship anyway? (laughs) You've already said, Tommy, that you think Cam's the obvious choice again this week. Do you just just sort of sleep better if you just say, well... Look, I think I'm going for the captain that probably the bulk of the game are going to take. And yeah. Look, if it doesn't go right, well, probably most of the, the good teams are doing that anyway. Or yeah. You, or if you're in your position, so what it say? So I'm 13th. Like, if you want the car, you're going to have to make some plays. Yeah. If you want to catch our man Will, mm. uh, you're going to have to make some plays. Well, like, I tried to do that the other week. I put Lucas captain. Um, he had a great week, but... Still cost me in the end, cost me 30, 30 something points. Yeah. So it's a tough one. And, you know, last week, if you told me you were captaining Robbie, I would have said that's a good choice, but it turned out, didn't yeah. turn out that way. Yeah. And it's, it's cost you, you know, 80. Well, I, I look at my team, Tommy. Like, I, I'm, so what am I? I'm 200. I, look, I'm, I'm a good 300 odd points behind Will. 
now, right? Mm. And the way, it's like getting, you know how close, I, like how high up I was after week one and week two and that, mm. and I'm 18th. I I put it down to those Maverick captain choices. Like I I did some silly things, you know, yeah. like I, like where I was like, well, I can't win it, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw at the stumps like yeah. a Mark Pitt one week, like I said, and you know, and I, I think I took um, Jack Calligan on a week where it was really probably just a, a, a all, all or nothing type play, yeah. and it didn't go my way. Like I, I reckon it's captain choices that have got me 300 behind. I think primarily going forward, the next few weeks will be that time to have a good crack mm. with all the bonus points races. Well, this week's pretty pretty difficult, and the, the race programs I've seen it hard to pick a winner. Yeah. I don't have the best eye of the judge, but um, yeah, pretty difficult card tomorrow at Menangle. I don't expect any drivers to be driving three, four, or five in a meeting. I'll tell you what's going to be interesting is we have got the regional championships, and then we hit June. Yep. It's not unusual for some of these big gun drivers to uh, have a break. Or sneak off to Brisbane, potentially. Or go up to Queensland. Mm. It, it is gonna, that is going to be fascinating because that could be the banana peel that starts to make these strategic plays really crucial Yeah, through June. Look, we don't know if that's going to happen, mm. but I think, you know, people are going to need to be vigilant and real students of this sport and read your comms and, and that to to have a bit of an idea of well, what's seen, going on. We've seen a few weeks ago when Luke Luke and um, a few other drivers had a couple of quiet weeks. Will Ricks and Josh Gallagher were right up there every week. Um, sort of come back to the field now to their sort of average points. Yep. Like Will was averaging 35 for the first six weeks and then you know shot up to the 70s and 60s uh, weekly points and you know back down to 30. That's, it, yep. that's probably realistic. For that price range, yeah, you know, is it maybe it is the the time to that one of these weeks we could maybe think that someone like a Josh Gallagher might just blitz him, yeah, go nuts at Newcastle one night, and that might be enough to get the highest score of the round. Yeah, well, you know, Grace, Grace was pretty close yeah. to one of those nights on exactly uh, Newcastle. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, they're, they're going to be um, key players. All right, so to help out our listeners, so Cam Hart's obviously number one. Like it's just really hard to. Sort of really hard to to ignore that run of form that he's in. Yep. Uh, we've got you know, some big races. Luke's got some midweek drives. I think Luke McCarthy's a serious um, contender for the captaincy armband this week. I did see a few of his horse uh, Belinda's horses nominated for Penrith as well. I'll be curious to see if Luke goes there. Yeah, that'll, that'll make it a very interesting. Will Rickson's at Bathurst as well on Wednesday. Yeah, four drives as well. Um. There's a good trade option, maybe not a captaincy option, but yep. a good trade option if you don't have him in. Oh, he's which he's going as good should. as well, yeah. he's going as good as anyone in the state. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think Cam's number one. I think Luke's number two. I look, I wouldn't rule out Jack Calligan. I, yeah, Jack yeah. Jack's got some. He's got a good um, good list going on there as well. Yep. Um, have a good look at Bathurst and and just make your own mind up whether you think we could get a. A Turnbull kind of night, yeah. You know that 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 should be I taken think, into account. But but whether there's the volume to, you know, if that didn't pay off, Riverina will be interesting this week. I know, like last week at Wagga, I had two drivers there DMPs. Um, I've got a, a couple of them to clean out, but I had Shane Hallcroft at you know minimum price that got eleven points. That's yep. that's a big difference. Andy eleven points, yeah. yeah. Um, 
those type of drivers are just good to take a little bit off the top. Yep. Oh, yeah. Whoever you're chasing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, uh, it's all those little, like those little gains. Like, you know, I, Tommy Gilligan uh, last Ellie week. Chapel, five points. points. Um, you know, yeah. You know, if you can just pick up those little increments, it's really going to help you out, isn't it? Like with you know, yeah. six points for Tommy Callaghan, for example. Taylor Osman's been under the radar as yep. well. Twenty points last week, and I didn't have Taylor, but um, noted she's on some drives at Penrith on Thursday night as well. Hopefully, at West Wyalong on Friday um, to get some more points. So yeah. that's another trade option. Yep, all those some of all those little amounts mm. adds up to yeah you know, one of your premiums um, if you can. You know, I've, I'm still carrying a couple of zeros each week, and if I could, if I could be getting those tens, elevens, fifteens, whatever, even five and eight, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's gonna, it's gonna make a huge difference. So, um, yeah, th- it's gonna be a fascinating, fascinating week, I think, Tommy. Um, so, how's your league going? Like, uh, how's the banner with the mates? I've put a, I've put a gap in them. Yeah, it's not have, competitive anymore. Going. Yeah, they've, um, the money's in my pocket, pretty much. <laughs> so you stitched up your old man. You stitched up your mates. Yeah, yeah, you got to be wary of this bloke. Uh, twelve o'clock. Don't forget lockout. So twelve o'clock, we're in it. It's pretty standard uh, now, as we said on the pod last week. Brett and I were talking about it. Uh, twelve o'clock is going to be the lockout. Just there's a lot of movement in the the time um, of when the first race at Menangle on a Tuesday starts. It's early again tomorrow. It's like twenty past twelve or something. Yeah, like that. So, daylight saving knocks it back a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So midday lockout for the game. Uh, fields are out for the majority of of what we're going to experience through the game, four of the yep. six race meetings. So get in and have a look at that and uh, do your guesswork on, on what's going to happen at West Wyalong and Newcastle. And, um, yeah, good luck. Like, I think it's going to be a week, Tommy, where a bit of luck is, is going to go a long way. Yeah, yeah. And um, going forward into next week as well, you've got to keep one eye on next week and look at look at the week prior and see how everyone went at the heats and pick your horse, pick your drivers and try and come up with a little plan, I think. That's and, my plan. And look out for snow. How about that? Unbelievable. How about that? If you if you haven't seen it, go on uh, harness.org.au, queue up the queue up the race meeting at Blaney on Sunday. Race four is what you're looking for. Justin Reynolds won the won the race and it was raced in snow. Yeah, I know. I never thought it felt like it, that this morning it, it at Bankstown. Like it was freezing. It looked like Sweden. So I, yeah, it did. Yeah. I was looking for for Elsa on the, it was uh, the poor horses going around in that. But uh yeah, it was uh, well done to everyone for getting in and um yeah, it was spectacular to see. I've never seen that. Absolutely. Oh, particularly not May in the Western yeah. Western Districts, you know, a couple of hours from Sydney. So, yeah, fascinating to see. Um, stunning imagery. So, everyone out there, thanks for tuning in. Uh, good luck with your team this week. Uh, thanks to Will Norman for jumping on the line and having a, having a chat to us and being so open about that. his thoughts on, on how he's going about having such a successful run. He is the man with one hand on the steering wheel and the other one on the gear stick at the yeah. moment, I would have thought. So... Uh, 76 points in front but as we've seen he won last week by nearly 100 points on on the man who's running second Matt Lepard so that's possible for that to be reversed in an almighty hurry so good luck with fantasy harness racing 12 o'clock is your lockout thanks for playing hope you had a lot of fun uh we won't be doing yeah. a podcast next week with your right you're at Bankstown Tommy yep. I'm I'm doing other stuff so we've got things here there and everywhere but uh, keep an eye on the socials and uh and most of all, enjoy fantasy harness racing. Bye-bye.